This is a HeadGum Podcast. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is a headline from page six. Brooke Shields and husband get stuck on boat for five hours. That's not even that long. (laughs) No, it's not even that long. That's like an afternoon. I was going to say, like, it takes about, like, two hours to get from, like, Cape Cod to Nantucket. Like, that's half the time. Yeah. Or you could just take a boat onto the sea and then sit. Like, people go out on the boat all day. And sit for five hours. Yeah. Right. It's actually, like, something that people pay to do. Well, they went, they they missed, they missed their swanky Hamptons Bastille Day dinner because they were stuck on the boat. Oh, so they were, like, taking the boat somewhere, but then the boat just they had stopped. Plans. They had plans, and they got stuck in a sandbar. You know how they I say, think... you know that saying that's, like, a broken escalator is just stairs? Yeah, that's I like, feel like Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah. I feel like this is like... That's saying. It's a joke. <laughs> okay, but like, I feel like this is the same, like, a broken boat is just like a bo- like a beautiful boat ride. Like a beautiful boat you're just sitting on, you know? A broken boat is just a deck. Or just like a, bo- a broken boat ride is just a beautiful boat to sit on. I mean, I guess it was 11 o'clock. It was late, so they weren't like thrilled to be on the boat. I'm just saying being on a boat is like a privilege. It's just funny. Do you know what her husband's name is? No idea. Neither does Page Six. I always forget. His name is Chris Henchy. Who he? He's a screenwriter. Oh, okay. He, you want to know what he wrote? Uh, no. Yes. What? Uh, he works with Will Ferrell all the time. He okay. wrote, like, The Campaign and oh. The Other Guys. It's really funny. So, like, whenever you... A thing that you bring up a lot, which is very funny, is, like, the difference between headlines, slugs, and then, like, what Google News says the headline is. Yeah, I'm Because all three that. of those things can be different. Also, because some of them you can change after you publish and some of them you can't. So, like, you can see if they got trapped in some kind of thing and had to, like, fix their way out of it, but there's still remnants of the first edition. Google News calls this, Brooke, New- Brooke Shields and husband get stuck on boat for five hours. But whenever you just Google it, the headline is Brooke Shields and Chris Henchy Miss Hampton's Bastille Day Dinner, which is decidedly less dramatic. Of course. And it seems more like the thing that they, the thing that was sent to them or just the news that they got. And then they were like, this is not funny. We got to do it like, (laughs) we'd got to do it funnier, which is very page six. Like they got stuck on a boat. Also, the article's two paragraphs long, if that. (laughs) Do you want to know who else was there? You only put in the first paragraph, but the funnier paragraph is actually paragraph two. Okay, excuse me. It says who else was there. Who else guess. was there? Just see if you can get. Can you guess like one person? One person. Give me like one hint. A, a woman we've talked about before who's always like <laughs> drama on the Hamptons and in Manhattan sometimes. Like Is she, she got a housewife? Ca- She's not a housewife, but one time she got caught on fire. Oh, Tori. No, to someone else who got caught on fire. Who else got caught on fire? <laughs> this was recent. This was this summer. This Wait, woman I'm caught sorry. What on other woman fire? got caught on fire that I I feel like, like we could... were together when she got caught on fire. And oh. we were like, oh my God, she got caught on fire. Jennifer Esposito. Oh, she got caught on fire. <laughs> but we didn't really like follow up with that story on the podcast. We just talked about it in person. Well, there wasn't much to it. She was on the Hampton. She caught on fire and then they put her TMZ out. TMZ sent a, a push of her getting on fire. <laughs> Do you remember? We were like, wow, a push. Yeah, I don't even think she got burned. She didn't get, you know, spelling burns. She just got a little embarrassed. She was just like in a, like in Mrs. Doubtfire where it's like, poop, poop, poop on like, the breast. <laughs> yes, like, that. like, hello. That's Jennifer Esposito. <laughs> Look at this. My first day as a woman, I'm getting hot flashes. Uh, who else is there? Darren Starr was there. Dylan Loren was there. Wait, oh, sorry. Like, Dylan so Lauren. Dylan Brooke Lauren was there. Brooke never made it. No, she Brooke was never there. No, they were like, oh, Brooke got stuck on a boat. 
Jennifer Esposito was like, thank God someone else is being embarrassed today because last time she went to a benefit dinner, she caught on fire. Um, I, let's, let's start the show. You will drain it. This is yet another one of those days where there's a ton of relationship news, like just a lot of relationship news. Yeah. The first one is sort of, there are many details about the first one, but it's sort of a big deal, I would say. Is it? Kind of, because it happened right after his breakup with Halsey. So Gerald, who just broke up with Halsey, is now maybe dating Demi. Well, they were spotted holding hands after some show. But were they, they went in to the show? club. It was the club. Oh, the club. So they weren't at a show. <laughs> they were at the club in Hollywood, and they got there at like uh, like 11.30, and then they left at 1, and then they were seen holding hands in front of a big row of recycle bins. I don't... <laughs> That says something. That's a sign. Also, it was weird because Halsey also like, God, I can't believe I know this, like was on stage and she said like, don't get, don't fuck your ex or like, don't, don't... fuck your ex. Don't fucking sleep with your ex. Okay. So does that mean that she, her and Gerald like hooked up again and it was a bad idea or her and does like mean... someone else hooked up again? It was a bad idea. Or does it mean Gerald fucked his ex and that's Who's why they Demi? broke up? Oh, no, maybe. like he, and then they broke up and then he started dating Demi or went to the club with Demi. It just, that's a weird thing to say because it almost seems like something you'd say about yourself, not about someone else. You could say it about either. Sure. I don't, I only saw the transcript, so I didn't hear it. Sure. I feel like a lot would depend on tone. I mean, really my main point here though is like Demi does not need this. She just like relapsed publicly and is like a mess. Apparently a lot of stuff is messy. Perhaps and Gerald is probably not the person who's going to, like, help get this stuff together, you know? Like, when I'm at a low point, I'm not going to call Gerald Earl Gillum, you know? Right. I'm not like, oh, let me get G-Eazy on the line to help me with, like, these specific problems I have. What else is happening in the world of breakups? Uh, I mean, in the world of relationships. Sydney Davis. <laughs> Billy Bush's wife to filed for divorce, finally. Uh, yeah, she she cited irreconcilable di- differences. Excuse me? <laughs> she cited irreconcilable differences. Wait, what does that mean? Do you get what I'm saying? She no. cited irreconcilable differences. Oh, like thick thighs. I yes. hate you. There we go. That took three te- <laughs> That took three attempts. Well, the first time I thought you were like you had a lisp thing, so I was like, repeat it again so I can cut out that part, but then you were doing like a really bad joke. Irreconcilable. I was expecting this to be more dramatic because TMZ sent a push alert, but it's really boring. It's well, they've been separated for, for a long, long time, has almost it been a year. Since he fucked up, yeah. So it's been years. A it's year. been a long. It's been a long time, and also there, she just wants joint custody. So there's not a problem with the kids. She wants joint legal and primary physical. So she gets. So she has primary, but then he has visitation. But she gets visitation. I feel like if it's really bad, then they request like way right. more. You know. Right. I mean, also you can tell by how long it took that they probably were talking things out or trying to. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, that's it. Uh, more that's relationship boring. news. Tom and Tom opened their restaurant. Do you even know what that means at all? Does that mean anything to you? I know their names. As you know, I feel like I always have to add this disclaimer. I don't watch Vanderpump Rules, so I'm not privy to these I can't believe... Okay, can I just say... So I was like on a semi-vacation. Like I was on the Cape with my family. And I kept getting mm-hmm. these messages from Bobby that was like, Hi, I'm watching um, Floribama Shore all the way through. I can't stop. Like if you were like losing your mind this weekend. I watched the entire series 
over the weekend. Why? I watched, I don't know, well, you know, my coworkers really liked it, and I finally, and uh, it sort of just, like, appeared on, it was easy to watch suddenly, and uh, no commercials, and so I was just like, I'm going to watch all of these immediately. I can't believe you trusted them and not me when I told you months ago that it was worth watching. But you stopped watching. No, I watched all the way through. Oh. Well, at the time, you're like, I stopped watching, I fell off, so I was less interested. It's, but it's no, so good. I just think it's so it's funny. So like now when it's too even when it's too late to even engage, you have caught up on Flora Bama Shore. It, to be fair, it's only nine episodes. The first eight of the season and then the first one from this season, which was <laughs> which was really good. So okay, <laughs> which so was really good. Before we talk about Vanderpump, so Flora Bama Shore, which is what I call Flora Bama Shore is back. Flora Bama Shore is back. Let's talk and about we're it. We're watching it. We're watching it. I Fully love it now. Who is your favorite Floribama Shore girl or so guy? We, well, the guys we last, suck. We talked about this. The guys, the guys, are guys bad. suck. When we were last left them, I loved Amy. I thought Amy was the standout. Amy didn't get enough credit until the end. And then she got her, like, hero moment. Well, we're here for our exes. I'm, I, no, no, I, I no, am, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I am goddamn here to uh, piss my ex off. Yeah, I'm here yeah. for me, and I'm here to make that mother hurt just like he had me. I don't give a when nobody thinks. Amy is absolutely still the standout. She's still number one. Um, She got into a very big fight this week. I couldn't really, I feel like it's one of those things where I missed 10 seconds because I was looking at my phone and then I looked up and she was really upset and it couldn't have been more than 10 seconds. Did you rewind? I think what happened was, well, I didn't rewind because I was like, I wonder if I can make sense of this. And I think what happened was it was right after they came back to the house, you know, so these hadn't really unpacked and Cody the guy with the chin strap. The worst. The worst. Cody butts. Cody moved her bag and she was like wasted. And so she went into a big, you know, reality TV classic thing about disrespect. Yeah. And like a tirade He's disrespected about. her many times before, as we know. All She's just like disrespected all the time. It's he true. He moved her bag and she like was standing on the thing. She punches a wall and the camera kept doing this like iconic like zoom into the wall. Where, the, where, where the, there's like a like, little mark. is there. Yeah. It's like the, and then like zoom into the wall. And she's so like, you guys should watch Floor Bama Shore. I'm going to watch great. this first episode. I'm like very pumped that they're back. I'm very pumped they didn't replace them. Not that they ever would. They didn't but replace I just anyone. Love, I just giving... love that they always leave the option to replace them as a cast. But then like when the cast is good, they're just like, fuck it. We're going to like leave the full cast. Um, tell me about Tom Tom because <laughs> I I first saw that this restaurant had opened when um, uh, our friend Carrie O'Donnell post tweeted this photo of um, the facade and it says Tom yeah. Tom with these pieces and someone replied to him I don't remember who but someone replied to him do you think they'll ever figure out that those M's are sideways E's yeah I think those are for like aesthetic but you're right it's very clear and not chic that it's like Tom Tom with like gears in the O's and like then the M's are E's so the story behind Tom Tom in case you don't watch Vanderpump you're an idiot if you don't watch Vanderpump okay Post, like, okay whatever like you're an actual idiot you are. I'm talking to you. I know. Anyways, this entire season has been about how Lisa Vanderpump let Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval like invest in a new bar. You're going to be a, be greeting and be very present in well, it. You not know? a greeter per se, not like a Walmart greeter. You're going to be a partner that's course, standing yeah. there looking after your customers and business. Yeah, so you're going to yeah. make sure the music's right. Yeah. You're going to listen to everything and make sure that... You know, it's a success. The funny thing is, like, they didn't really pay that much, and they really got a very small percentage, even though the bar is, like, named after them. They have to work there all the time, and it's, like, basically a Disney World starring them. Like, people come and are like, where's Tom Tom? Like, they have to be there all the time, or else, like, what's the point of this bar? But 
I suspect and like if you watch Vanderpump and kind of watch behind the scenes that they actually got more money or there's like there's a better deal. It's just like the show kind of wanted them to feel like these underdogs in this whole situation, which like they really, really do because they're getting ripped off by Lisa. But now they own this bar. It took forever to build. And the aesthetic is wild. It's like steampunk meets like a bunch of barrels and like Disney World, uh, the Disneyland ride, Indiana Jones. Like meets all of whatever those. was on sale at Restoration Hardware also. Li- like it's literally. like it's like a clearance booth. It looks like um like a Mad Hatter like uh, bar inside of Disneyland to me. What they would do if they were like, let's make like a grown up steampunk but like fantasy but like also LA so there's like all these like white roses everywhere somehow it's just like madness so of course for the opening party of Tom Tom the Daily Mail had a party there like the Daily Mail hosted the party which is honestly perfect because then like every Bravo all of them were tagging the Daily Mail yeah Bravo everyone from Bravo showed up like all the different people Um, why are they okay there's a photo of them kissing what's that about I have no idea I I could not tell you. When That's you not walk- from the show. Why do they? Ki- why are they kissing? Are they gay? Is either of them gay? No. <laughs> oh. That's what's kind of the most like they're good friends, like they're best friends. That's the whole thing. And like Tom Sandoval is like definitely uh, what do you what was that word that people used? Not God. Why am I forgetting the, this word? But you know when like he's pansexual. No, okay. he's not pansexual. He's like when you're straight but you like act gay. I don't know. Like what's that word? When you dress Effeminate? nice. No, 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 no. When you like dress nice, even though you're straight, you're like em- ew, metrosexual. Ew. He's, yeah, he's like metrosexual. Ew. Don't say that. Ugh. He's like metrosexual. That's a word that like was a big word. And yeah, I, I know it's it not a big word anymore. You know what other words were pretty big at other times of, of history? <laughs> Words are big sometimes, and we don't have to keep using them. I'm just saying he's not, like, he's definitely, I'm pretty sure that he's straight, but he is very concerned about, like, they're both, like, former models, so they just are very concerned about looks in a very... I'm sorry, now now I'm imagining someone who, like, a scandal, a scandal where someone gets fired for saying a word they shouldn't have said, and their publicity statement is like, well, for those of you who don't know, that's a big word. (laughs) People Metros- use that word. It's a big word. <laughs> he's metros. He's metrosexual, and then Tom Schwartz is just like an out, a goofy alcoholic. So, welcome to Tom Tom. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, these. Uh, it's just. It's just so L.A. It pains me. It's just all these photos. They're so bright. The There's other thing no... is, all the bars are around the corner from each other, which is a true troll. Where like Sir could... and Pump are next door, and then Tom Tom's around the corner. And you could do a real crawl. You could literally crawl your way from through the Vanderpump bars. A weird thing I don't understand. Every time, you know, I'm sure all of us uh, have friends who either live in L.A. or visit L.A. And when they go to L.A., they go to Sur. And they always take the same photos, which I understand and respect. I'm sure if I watched the show, I would be dying to go to this place. But it it always looks sort of empty. Is It, it like, is it hard to get a table there or is it pretty easy to get in? It's... It's empty-ish if you go during the week. It's not, like, very crowded all the time, but they do – it's, like, pretty busy. I mean, I think okay. I think there is a community that actually goes there regularly, which I actually could not figure out who that is. But you would, <laughs> but 50% of people at all times is probably people who, like, watch the show at this point. The show okay. has gotten bigger, so it, it's changed, I think. Like, even when I was there, like, two years ago, it was different. 
then now which is like very much like they used to just have this like tv behind the bar but now the tv shows vanderpump rules so it's like that's the difference or whatever okay and also they used to work there like used to be able to go see them and when they worked there and now i don't think they really actually work there that much Mm, that's That's the troll like that's very weird it's like if you got to go on a boat with like the below deck people or like it's kind of hilarious it's like if you if you watched botched and then you got like a nose job and the guy who did it was like the doctor from botched it's like kind of weird that we have these like very yeah (laughs) work-based vocational based shows that you can like engage with in ways that isn't just like can i get your autograph As you know, we love to recommend good podcasts for you to listen to because we listen to them and we love them and we think you'll love them. And this week, we are talking about Everything Iconic, a pop culture breakdown show starring Danny Pellegrino. Bobby, I know you listen. Of course I listen. You know why I listen? Why? Because A, he talks about the First Wives Club. B, he once interviewed Bonnie Hunt. Bonnie Hunt. I always forget about Bonnie Hunt. But then like you remember (laughs) Bonnie Hunt and you're like, wait, you're the best. Why did I forget about you? He also, like us, has two episodes a week, Monday and Thursday, which you know means that he's- Which we we respect and understand the grind. So Mondays he does like a pop culture deep dive, like Newlyweds, like First Wives Club. And Thursdays he talks about Bravo. We don't usually go deep into Bravo, but he does. So if you like Bravo stuff, you should definitely check out Everything Iconic. Yeah, we sometimes skip some of the shows that he fills in the blanks with. So it's sort of a a really good compliment for Who Weekly listeners, I would say, and vice versa. And don't miss important interviews like the time Danny called Nikki Blonsky from the movie Hairspray during the scheduled interview time she committed to. And and she promptly asked, who is this? faked an illness to get off the call. Oh, legendary. So listen to Danny Pellegrino's awesome podcast, Everything Iconic. You can subscribe on Apple Podcasts and pretty much anywhere else. Okay, I I want to move back to relationships and talk about Tim Tebow's new girlfriend. God, I don't even like fucking... Is Tim Tebow the football player who's like religious? He's religious. He's like, I'm a virgin. It's kind of his thing. It's... But is I he feel even like any, popular any sort of, anymore? Any sort of famous person who calls themselves a lesbian, I mean, not a lesbian, a virgin, what the <laughs> fuck? Any sort of famous person who calls themselves a virgin will just always, like, that's always going to be Wait, their number one identifier. <laughs> any famous person who calls himself a lesbian. <laughs> I meant virgin. So he's a virgin. Okay, we get it. And also, like, but is he, like, a good football player still? Because there was a while where he was a good enough football player where people cared about him on many levels. Are you asking me that as a joke? (laughs) When have we ever gotten a sports question correct? Okay, anyways, Tim Tebow is dating Miss Universe. Is she still Miss Universe? She was uh, Miss Universe, I think, last year. She was Miss Universe 2017. Okay, fine. Um, But there's not much to say about her other than her name is... Both of her names are hyphenated, which I love. Her name is Demi Lee Nell Peters. She's South African. She won Miss Universe in 2017. And she seems cool as hell. So first of all, I was like, ugh, who cares about Tim Tebow? But then I Googled her, and she's kind of awesome. And the main reason is... During the Miss Universe pageant, fans may recall, fans may recall, do they, that the former beauty pageant contestant expressed her hopes to teach self-defense workshops to women after she was carjacked. So then you go to like the Miss Universe website, and yeah, she was carjacked a few years ago, held at gunpoint, and then she made it her life's work to teach women how to defend themselves. She punched the guy in the face and then like ran away. So like, she's, you're saying she's... She's uh, Sandra Bullock and Miss Congeniality. She's Sandra Bullock and Miss yes. when she's like... Solar plex. <laughs> 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 groin. 
It's like solarplex, insteps, something, groin. Now, if all else fails, go for the four sensitive areas of the body. But just remember to sing. S-I-N-G. Solarplex, instep, nose, groin. And also the other thing I love about her is she was on the cover of Cosmo, apparently. Oh, looking like looking like no one. Looking, looking like, like no one. But the best part is the headline on the cover is the untold story of Demi Lee. And it's like every story is untold because I don't know any stories about her. So like to tell me that there's an she, untold story is a truly rude. It's just funny because imagine I know so little about her that every single surrounding headline could conceivably be around her you've like got shower sex you've got shower sex and then you've got six steps to a debt free you like that's the face of someone who's debt free right am i right and then it says the future is female 19 under 19 she could be 18 i don't know gen z beauty i don't know so this is june of 2018 that which is literally last month and the there's an untold story of demi lee i don't know what the untold story is i didn't read it let's move on um i'm really sad I'm really sad. Why are you sad? Because Brooklyn Beckham is leaving New York and I never saw him on the street. Oh, I'm so sorry. He's leaving New York. He's had enough. He went to Pratt for one year studying Yeah, he really didn't last here that long, did he? No. I mean, he dated Chloe Grace Moretz. He dated Lexi Pantera. He dated Lexi Pantera. He took a lot of photos. He surprised his dad in London once. Um, and now he's going back. <laughs> The best part about this, like, mirror article about him going back is that it's, like, 95% about how Victoria Beckham is, like, so happy her her son is coming home in a very kind of, like, very kind of rude way. Did you notice that? I just like what it says, it was all coming to plan. Like, she masterminded this whole thing. It's very weird. It's like the source said that Victoria, 44, was thrilled at Brooklyn Latorn, adding, she was telling pals she couldn't believe how much she missed him and hated to be separated from him. I mean, David was the same way. That photo, that video of him surprising David for his birthday, and David starts crying. They're a close family. So Brooklyn is heading out of Brooklyn. It was too good to be true that Brooklyn lived in Brooklyn. We, it was too much. It was honestly too much. So, uh, in other news, Cardi B gave birth, finally, to culture. Culture with a K. Culture with What's a K. What's Culture's full name? Culture, Kiari, uh, something, something, something. God, this, this article doesn't even have it. That's so rude. TMZ is like, we're, we're done with the full name. Culture with a K, which is so rude to the Kardashians. Culture I love Kiari. it. Culture, Kiari. Culture, Kiari, Cephas. So Culture with a K, uh, not a Kardashian, but named with a K. So like Chris is definitely going to sue. Culture like Offset's uh, album with Migos. That's that album was Culture and Culture 2, which is like very interesting. Because it's like kind of like being a junior, but not a junior. Like uh-huh. you're named after your album. A little weird. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And so she gave birth. And what's kind of nice is that people have been offering her a lot of money to like sell photos of the baby and they're not supposedly according to TMZ, they're not going to do it or at least like even attempt to make a deal until she's like six months old. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. I mean, it's going to be hard to keep her out of tabloids till then though. Not going to lie. I like that name. Not, I mean, again, it's like who, who are we to pass judgment on a celebrity baby name? But I, I just don't like a lot of them. And I like this one. No, they're mostly bad. This one's cute, although I will say I don't really know. Like, what's a nickname for culture? I guess you could have a nickname that's, like, not related to the name itself, too, which is nice. Not like, or K, or just, like, K, you know? 
okay. It could be all guess. sorts of things. Whatever. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll report back in like 10 years. Um, <laughs> do we want to talk about... So we have we have an article about Joyce Benelli talking a little more about her sort of dramatic firing, but it, she says it wasn't about... She says she wasn't... Joyce Benelli, let's just quickly, like as a vamps follow-up, the Joyce Benelli story continues to somehow like exist where they asked her about being fired and she was mm-hmm. like, I've never been fired. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like, she's just like, I'm not fired. And then she's like, who hasn't gotten in a fight with their girlfriends? Which is weird because it's like, they're not your girlfriends. They were your employers. They so, were your bosses. <laughs> like if you get in a fight with your boss, then like, yes, you w- could be fired. And like that happens or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of weird. Uh, she also does this funny thing where she goes, I'm, I respect this. She goes, these like backhand compliments. She goes, I love Kim's whole conceal bacon Brighton saying. It's great. That's Kim's like makeup thing. Oh, Not I that it hasn't been done before, mm. but that's what that's but that's all what us makeup artists have been working with from the beginning, Benelli said. Their products are great. It's affordable too. There's so much space and for everyone to do something. So she's kind of like, I love this. I love her makeup. Uh, we've been doing this forever, but everyone should like, you know, there's space for everyone in the beauty industry, which makes me think that like, you know how like Kim worked with um, Mario, that like her makeup by Mario guy a lot with different stuff for... Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He still does. I feel like Kim and... I feel like Joyce and Kim had like a maybe business. I don't know. I feel like them all getting into beauty is would be like a problem for their person who kind of like made their image. I feel like I would get kind of like annoyed if I essentially made over Kim Kardashian to be like pop like chic. And then she like is doing all this beauty stuff and like kind of representing it as her own brand. I mean, that's but wasn't that the, the rumor was that she wanted to do her own thing and they were like, how dare you? Well, I just feel like they can't, tr- first of all, they can't, they can't not include you and then prevent you from doing your own thing, right? So yeah. maybe that's what happened where they were no, like, I think that's we're not going to include you, but you also can't go off and do your own thing in the agreement that we have. And it's like, okay, well, I'm like literally stuck. Like I can't, yeah. what can I do? So just, that makes sense to me the more I think about it. And also you would get pissy. And it would you, also sort of suggest yeah. that like she didn't get fired. She didn't agree to the terms anymore and then she quit right. and they were like well you can't do this so either right. quit or whatever you're fired right. and she was right. like I quit yeah we had a long note from Tanache. we didn't even put this in the doc so Tanache put out a long note addressing the fact that i think we talked about it on who's there briefly but she put out a long note addressing the fact that ben simmons sort of implied or a source close to ben simmons let's be honest it was ben simmons implied that Tanache was stalking him because they kept showing up at the same clubs yeah, I feel like that was like a, something said as like a joke throwaway, but is like actually a serious accusation yes, and you can so, really make about a public figure. And she's like, I'm not stalking So Tanache released like, a very long note statement, but uh, interesting, it was a horizontally uh, laid out note statement, not a vertical note statement. Interesting. And she said, you know what? I'm not a stalker. You know what? My life is my own business. Stop making up stuff. She didn't call up Ben by name, but we all know that's what she's talking about. What else happened this week? Um, I also feel like Tanache saying my private life is my business is a little bit, uh, a little bit kind of, what do you call it? Hypocritical? I'm searching for a word. A little bit. I just feel like she, as two people who talk about her personal life sometimes, like, I'm not really going to, I feel like she puts herself out there and she wants the attention and she likes it. And 
especially by the media that she gets, it's like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I just feel but like it's the, I, I don't. It's yeah. the same. It's the same cycle that everyone uses. Like everyone does that same I thing. Know. They talk about their personal I lives. Know. Then the personal lives get written about. And then they say, how dare you invade my space? And then they get more publicity because of that. Like it's the like self-fulfilling thing. Like it never stops. I know. I just, I hate the like, I hate the, the knowing dishonesty of saying like, it's my personal, like, you know that you, you know that this is not true. You know, this is not the case. Mm -hmm. And you're making like people, you know, you're making this huge deal about something. I mean, obviously she shouldn't have been called a stalker. She's not, but like, that's still, whatever. Anyways, let's move on. We have to move on to Henry Cavill. Um, Henry Cavill, who, as we all know, once. A lot of people like coming up again and again for us. We really need some fresh blood or whatever. People are mad at Henry Cavill because he was interviewed by GQ, um, I think Australian GQ, and he said mm-hmm. that he doesn't like flirting with women these days, you know, in the world of uh, hashtag Me Too, because he doesn't want to go to jail. And he's basically saying that Me Too has ruined his uh, dating life, has ruined his mojo, mm-hmm. and then people mm-hmm. called him out for that, and they were like, excuse you, don't make Me Too about you. Don't act like... It's ruined your personal life because women are now speaking about sexual assault. Um, And he apologized, but also in a very bad way. Like, his apology was um, bad, but it also was a very weird, condescending, like, I didn't know. I guess, like, some people editorialize my words and they misquote me, but it's not really a misquote. He said... No, he said, well, I don't want to go up and talk to her because I'm going to be called a rapist or something, which is, I can't believe he says rape. I know, yeah. I can't. So you're like, forget it. I'm going to call an ex-girlfriend instead and just go back to a relationship which never really worked. But it's way safer than casting myself into the fires of hell because I'm someone in the public eye. And if I go flirt with someone, then who knows what's going to happen. Okay, so that's very, 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 very different than me too. That's saying I'm famous and I'm well known. So if I flirt with anyone, it's going to be in the news. That's very different. So then he says... Now, now you can't pursue someone further than no. It's like, okay, cool. Then there's like, oh, why'd you give up? And it's like, well, because I didn't want to go to jail. It's like, no, That's not how it works. That's not how (laughs) it works. That's not how it works. Also, you're talking about something that's very different than he just, I think he's also just really not kind of sure what he's saying. Yeah. And also it's sort of suggesting that. So his apology, which I have here, it says, Having seen the reaction to an article in particular about my feelings on dating and the Me Too movement, I just want to apologize for any confusion and misunderstandings I have created. Insensitivity was absolutely not my intention. In light of this, I would like to clarify Mm -hmm. and confirm to all that I have always and will continue to hold women in the highest regard, no matter the type of relationship, whether it be friendship, professional, or significant other. That's so weird. Who wrote this? Never would I intend to disrespect in any way, shape, or form. This experience has taught me a valuable lesson as to the context and the nuance of editorial liberties. Um, this maybe this experience has taught you to not, not say shit like that. I look forward to clarifying my position in the future towards a subject that is so vitally important in which I wholeheartedly support. What a dumb idiot. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and say it, and we talk about it all the time, but it's like this is a bad apology. There was a there was room here to have a good apology, and good apologies can be done really succinctly. Like the moment you start saying more than like twenty words, it's like, you know what? I've lost you. Just say I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. I wasn't thinking goodbye. I respect women. I believe women. See you later. This is That's wild. It. That's all you have to do. Him saying do. this has taught me a valuable lesson as to the context and nuance of editorial liberties. You're basically accusing GQ Australia of taking your words out of context. And I'm looking at your words and I'm sorry. I don't know how this is taken out of context. Exactly. So people are mad at Henry Cavill, but it's not going to matter because everyone's going to go see Mission Impossible. I already have tickets. I'm sorry. I bought them before this. I don't know what to tell you. 
Also, he's the bad guy, so he's probably going to get killed in it. So I'm yeah. mad because I like Henry Cavill, like in terms of his like dumb idiot hunky persona and his like his past relationship with Kelly Cuoco. Those photos are iconic, and I'm kind of mad now that he's like this problematic dumb dumb. But I guess you know, it's just it's it's very him to try and play the part of like this man that he sees, and so he yes. Because now, because he's been, he's, yeah, he's leaning into, like, I'm macho. a macho dude. I'm yeah. a macho man. Yeah. Um, look at my mustache. Yeah. Blah, 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 and a real blah, blah. macho man who's, like, secure in himself would never say this shit. You don't catch The Rock being, saying this shit ever, ever. No. Let's move on to something a little more pleasant. Let's move on to Karuchi Tran. Karuchi Tran is someone we really don't talk about that much. We kind of should. I think we're we should. kind of being stupid by not talking about We're sleeping about on Karuchi. I feel like we a lot are. of people are. We are. I think the Karuchi's whole Karuchi's whole like career is like sleeping on Karuchi. Do you know what I mean? Like she, <laughs> do you like that's a thing? So she was on the cover of Paper Magazine. She's on the cover, right? Was she? Mm, I don't think she's on the cover. Oh, so she got the lead. She's the lead story. She's the lead feature at in Paper Magazine right now. Whatever. So Karuchi is in Paper Magazine. She's in there. She's in there. Uh, <laughs> she's in good story. for her. She's in there. She's in there, and she gave a really long kind of profile that started off very strange because it was like, I mean, it's just funny because it's like, it only takes three letters for a Karuchi Trans icon to appear as you type her name to Instagram. Yeah, well, there's not many people named Karuchi Trans who are famous. <laughs> uh, and then they talk about how there's a there's below her Instagram, there's an Instagram called Karuchi Feet that has like feet fo- photos of her feet and talks about her feet, which is very funny because not only they link to it, they like quote a... Uh, a commenter on it. It's like a true part of uh, the piece that gets followed up in a later uh, paragraph, which I like. But did you see the Karuchi feet has more followers than actual Karuchi Tran? No, she do- it doesn't. There's, oh, it's the author. It's the author. Uh. No, Karuchi feet has... <laughs> Can we stop saying Karuchi feet? Wait, I want to see. Okay, fine. I misread. The point is, Karuchi feet is iconic and very strange. It really is just Karuchi's feet. And Karuchi Tran has 7.9 million. <laughs> the bio is, she loves her feet and so do we. Karuchi liked 1029-2016. My favorite like Instagram trope is, and, and Twitter social media trope for fan accounts is whenever they call out when they're the subject of their fatu- infatuation liked their account. Karuchi responded 10-30-2017 or whatever. So this uh, this profile is a long kind of ode to like Karuchi being underrated, which I think is one of those things where like you kind of groan, but you have to write. I've sung that ode. I've sung yeah, that. Yeah, I was gonna say I've written this profile. Like I've I've done this too. It's like sometimes you. <laughs> this is what sometimes we text. you get someone and you're like, oh, I guess like the point of this is that people don't think know who this person is, and like I'm gonna be here to tell you they're underrated, right? Yeah. Um, but is Karuchi Tran underrated, and who is she? <laughs> Uh, she started as an actress. Uh, she was discovered while she was, like, working in retail or something. Then she got, like, some modeling and acting gigs on, like, a soap. Then she started dating Chris Brown. That's the main reason she's famous. Which Which sucks, sucks. but it's honest. I mean, it's true. And a lot of people, like, forgot or forget that she's gone beyond that, I think, which is a little bit. Yes, and they, and this was also before Chris Brown was an asshole that he is. So at the time, people liked Chris Brown. He was writing, like, fun pop music that everyone loved. And so he was dating this girl mm-hmm. who was, like, pretty and, like, an up-and-coming actress. And, of course, she got a little attention. Then Chris Brown happened, and she sort of fell off the radar. But she's been 
acting consistently in things ever since. Well, she and him also got back together a few times under like kind of problematic circumstances where it was like, don't. Yeah, like, like post Rihanna. It was a kind of a bad Like, kind don't of a bad do thing. it. Yeah. But anyways, they're not. She's on Claws now, which is the reason that she has newfound attention because people like Claws, Claws is doing well. Right. And that's that's like, a that's her biggest yes. show that she's been on so far, I think. So That's the Nisi Nash show about like nail artists. Yeah. But it's supposed to be good. I mean, I watched one episode, yeah, but like it. it's supposed to be good. So I like, though, this, like, the last, one of the last paragraphs is, uh, because Tran is more than a tabloid blip or some celebrity's ex-girlfriend. She's more than a jack-of-all-trades or just another be- beautiful girl on Instagram. Today, Tran knows her worth and extends far beyond a blue check mark or the following count next to her name or the fans with foot fetishes. <laughs> <laughs> which is like they brought it back to the foot fetish there are she says many more accounts that focus on her feet oh many more many more many there are more. always more there are always more foot accounts i know but i feel like some people have more than others like not everyone They're has a foot account does patricia clarkson have a foot fetish account not that I've seen. She has a lot of fan accounts. She doesn't have an official account, but she has a lot of fan accounts. And I followed all of them for a while, but then I unfollowed them because they were boring. <laughs> but what if you started one for her feet? Uh, I would never do that. Like as a parody. I, find, I personally find feet disgusting. But what about Patricia Clarkson's feet? I never thought about them. I've never seen them. Okay, well. They're probably still disgusting. I think feet are gross. Um, so <laughs> back to Karina. <laughs> Back to Karuchi. Um, the other funny thing about this piece is I wrote about it in Bossip first, and Bossip has a great take. Uh, she wrote, uh, she she also spoke candidly on Hollywood's obsession with bot bodies. Like she kind of says, like we're, as a society, we're into like a fat booty and thick thighs and big booze, and not everyone is like that. She's like more slim, and they Bossip says, and she says she can represent for the slimmy trimmies like herself. <laughs> they call her a slimmy trimmy. <laughs> Slimmy Trimmy. All right. I loved it. Represent Karuchi. Karuchi's great. Slimmy um, Trimmy. Another great, another great profile that happened this this week that I wanted to bring up. Should we talk about the post-it first? No. <laughs> no I just, Should we talk about the post-it I mean, later? I just want, finally we know who invented the post-it. It's um, Hallie Steinfeld who did an ad for them in which uh, she sold the only thing that you, is left to sell about post-its, which is like, they stick. <laughs> <laughs> post-its are stickier now and Hallie Steinfeld is here to tell you about it. On her Instagram. Well, it's funny because you can imagine like being in an ad agency and they're like, what kind of newness can we add to the post-it? And it's like, we can make them stickier. <laughs> like, <laughs> Post-it super sticky notes have two times the sticking power. Because it's like, you could make them bigger, but that people don't want them to be bigger. You can make them other colors, but they've been doing that for decades. And it's like the only thing that you could possibly do is make them stickier. The only thing you can make That's them it. stickier. And so they have this ad that I'll play here with Haley Seinfeld, Haley Seinfeld. All these like bad statistics that are like 42, like 42% of people achieve their goals uh, more successfully if they write them down. So this whole thing is like, write down your goals and you'll achieve them. I wonder how many times she wrote down, star on an Instagram ad. <laughs> Did she write that goal down? I'm going to write it down. I'm going to write it down and see what happens. Anyway, post Haley Steinfeld invented post-its and she made them two times stickier. Let's move on to this Amanda Seyfried profile because there isn't much to say about it. Also, um, she's pretty but famous there is, and I don't even know why. I mean, I guess, why are we talking about her? Her husband okay. isn't. Her okay. husband. Thomas Sadowski isn't. Sadowski. 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 Where'd it go? It's so cute. I just loved, the ending is my favorite. The ending yeah. is my favorite. It's very hooey. I'm just going to read this then we can sure. move on to the sure. game or read or sure. whatever we want to do. With our time almost up, I ask her what she wants from life now. Quote, learn how to sign. More alpacas for the farm. Oh, and I'm obsessed with making plants out of paper. Unquote. I have no idea what she means. So before we, <laughs> so before we part ways, she explains. We're standing on Sunset Boulevard and she's saying, 
quote, you get these digital cutters, and then you can design the patterns. It's awesome. Unquote. And then she's off, walking back home, just like anyone else. Nobody walks in LA that's 100% untrue. Like, there's no way that they were on Sunset Boulevard and she just walked home. I don't believe that. And I think we're done. Um, I invented post-its. <laughs> You're kidding. You must have made a fortune. Well, yeah. <laughs> no offense, Michelle, but how in the world did you think of post-its? <laughs> Let's play a game. So we haven't played I Don't Know Her in like a thousand years. Do you even remember how to play I Don't Know Her? I do. So why don't you say the in case in case somebody's like new and hasn't heard the rules of the game, can you explain the rules? Okay, let's explain the game. I don't know her. I don't know her. We pick a who and a them. And I, well, each of us picks a who and a them. And then we ask the other person whether or not the the them knows who the who is. So a big easy example would be like, does Oprah know who Bella Thorne is? Um, and then the other person has to convince us whatever their uh, decision is, whether it's they do or they don't. I don't know her. I do know her. And then they have to prove their point. I have a themed one this week because I'm thinking about Mamma Mia 2, which comes out in theaters this weekend. Um, I wish we were doing promo for it. I'm afraid that's not an ad. That's just my own knowledge of when Mamma Mia 2 comes out in theaters, which is this weekend. Um, uh, so let's say, uh, let's use Cher. I want to say, I want to start with Cher. Um, Cher is my A-lister. Uh, does Cher, does Cher know, and I'll take someone from this, from our show today. Does Cher know who Brooklyn Beckham is? Yes. Why? Because Cher, because Cher knows who the Beckhams are. Does she? Cher know. Cher definitely knows who the Beckhams are. Um, okay. If only because David's like the most, one of the most famous, like athletes in the world, and Victoria was a Spice Girl. Okay. But I'm gonna say she knows him because she tweets a lot, and I. Feel like by the very nature of being on Twitter, it's uh-huh. hard to ignore stories about Brooklyn Beckham. Okay. And I, it's like, what does her feed look like? Do does Daily Mail sto- stuff get into her feed? I'm not sure. Um, Maybe sometimes. You know what? At least in her I, replies. Now that I'm thinking about it, you're gonna say yes. Now you're gonna say no. <sighs> this is tough. I would say she definitely knows who Victoria is. She definitely knows who David is. If she heard the name Brooklyn Beckham, I think she would put two and two together. But I don't think that's the same as knowing her. You know what? I'm going to change my mind. I'm going to say no. I bet Cher's Cher's Twitter feed is probably very, very political. And she probably doesn't look at the feed. I don't know that Cher thinks of it as a two-way system. You know? Cher puts stuff out there, doesn't necessarily absorb stuff from it. And if she does, it's mostly news because all of her tweets are like, I hate Trump. He sucks. He sucks. So I'm going to say no. Wow. I really went on a, on, a, on a wild ride. Okay. Follow up. Quick follow up. Does Victoria Beckham know who Cardi B is? Uh, um, <laughs> Just because I was thinking about the journey that you took. Does Victoria Beckham know who Cardi B is? Yeah. And I, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think she still pays, I think she pays attention to, and Cardi B's everywhere. I think she pays attention enough. I bet someone's briefed her on it. Um, I mean, she has young kids. Yeah, she has She has young kids, and I bet, uh, I bet David, you know what? I bet David follows pop culture a little more than Victoria does. Um, yeah. And I bet it's come up, or I bet he's okay. been like, have you seen this, like, American rapper? I love her. She's fun. I uh-huh. bet it's come up, you know, over dinner. Okay, so Cher does not know who Brooklyn Beckham is, but Victoria knows who Cardi B is. 
Okay, good. Do you have one for me? Yeah, I have one for you. Does. I'm going to do the same thing with someone that we talked about today. Does. Sure. Jennifer Garner know who? Oh, God. Carucci Tran is. No. Wait. Mm, mm. Think about it. Okay. So immediately I'm like, no, Jennifer Garner is like wrapped up in her own world of like, of like her farm, her baby food farm or whatever she's doing and like her content. Uh, she has two young daughters, but they're kind of too young to really engage. They're like seven and eight, right? They're like young. How old are they uh, Yeah, they're young. They're under, they're under 10 or around 10. Okay, so that really wouldn't be a way that they would know Kruji Chan. Like, I don't think Jennifer Garner, like, watches Claws or, like, cares about Chris Brown. So, like, I'm not sure she would. The only way that she would is because she's now on a TV show. Like, she's going to be on Camping. So she might, like, pay attention to, like, what's on TV. But Kruji Chan isn't even the main character of Claws. So, like, I think I got to say I think I agree. Sometimes I just, like, I like thinking that... You know what? I agree. I was going to say, I like thinking that Jennifer Garner keeps up with stuff, but also I know that Jennifer Garner hates celebrity gossip, and I feel like she goes out of her way to ignore it, and she probably like looks down on it from an ethical standpoint as well. So she probably feels bad about celebrity gossip. Right. I feel like she would, she, if Karuchi was more like... If Kruji was on a show that I thought Jennifer Garner engaged with, or if she was like yeah. covered in places that weren't specifically like celebrity gossipy, I would say maybe. I just feel like this pairing is not something. I don't think. Yeah, and and she maybe she maybe she would recognize like if she saw Kruji, she'd be like, oh, was isn't she on that show Claws? I don't think she has any idea who she is. Right. Okay. So we agree. Wow, you're yawning. Um, <laughs> let's do Rita. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? Who is this woman? Uh, she wants to be in more movies. Okay, well, don't bury the lead. Which I understand. Rita gave an exclusive to the Daily Mail this week. God, of course she did. It's just so funny because, like, Rita's in the Daily Mail every minute of the day. Rita is never not in the Daily Mail. There's never a moment when Rita, when Rita isn't on the Daily Mail. And yet here we have a very braggy Rita Ora exclusive singer admits to struggling with performance nerves as she expresses desire to bag more acting roles after 50 shades success. So like she gave an interview exclusively to mail to mail online, which is what they call themselves. Uh, and a photo shoot. Weird. Oh, good for her. I think she had to do press for this. Rita Ora has candidly detailed the extent of her powerhouse career ahead of her eagerly anticipated performance at the Into Trafford Center in Manchester to celebrate the summer's hottest phone, the Huawei P20 Lite on Sunday. (laughs) I'm sorry. So so I think Rita's engagement, like this performance she did that promoted this phone, she had to get like press for. And so I think she got this press. I'm sorry. She did this for a phone. The Huawei P2, P20. <laughs> Co-engineered with Leica. So it's like a fancy, it's a fancy Android phone. It's a really fancy Android phone that it's looks fa- like an iPhone 10. It's a fancy Android phone. 
So Rita had to promote this phone. So I think that she was doing this concert, but she also did an <sighs> article to go with the concert. Did she say like, I love my Huawei P20 Pro? No, I don't think that she did. I don't think that she did in this article. This article is also 95% photos and videos that just break your computer. So I, 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 I'm waiting for the day when one of her Instagram stories like has like paid partnership <laughs> with this or says that she took it with her phone or she takes a selfie because it's a very Instagrammable back. Yeah. Um, it's one of those like weird luminescent cases and they come in all different colors. Like it would... She could take a selfie in front of a mirror and the back would look cool. And then she'd be like, oh, I love like how my Huawei P20 <laughs> light. So she, with a funny other funny thing is it says hot off a performance in Las Vegas and gearing up for the next whatever. And then you go to the, the performance she did in Vegas is also really funny. It's like kind of bleak. She performed at, and I think I've seen other people perform at this stage. I have too. Uh, it's, but it's still bleak. Is, it's not it's still bleak, but I've seen other people perform at this pool. It's like you perform and people are like in a pool, which I understand is like a thing. Yeah. But people are in a pool. It just seems, it seems a little weird. beneath her for this stage in her career. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> it's surprising. <laughs> to perform at a pool. Um, also, it's not one of my favorite Rita looks that I've seen recently. No, it's actually probably one of the worst Rita looks I've ever yeah. seen. And honestly, Rita usually has good looks, but for some reason she's wearing like a weird... Britney Spears like a nude bodysuit. Um, it's very Britney Spears toxic. knockoff. But it looks like I bought it at like a costume store when I'm trying to dress up as Britney Spears with like a bra that looks like a bra that I have that like I've worn every and day. And then she wore, since, like, but then instead of just having the bodysuit, she wore like very streetwear white pants. Like over the Over the bodysuit body and then sneakers. So it's sort of, it's sort of a mess. Her hair isn't great. Her sunglasses are fine. We've, <laughs> we've, we've seen her better styled in the past. So I'm surprised. I will say she, her, she had a big win today. She had a big win this weekend. What she Because do? she made an appearance on the Sasha Baron Cohen show, which I watched and I didn't particularly like. Okay, made appearance. Like someone mentioned her someone name. Someone mentioned her name. Right? So it was like one of those very Sasha Baron Cohen, like Ollie G things where he got Republican yeah, congressmen to uh, read things off a teleprompter. Children under five also have elevated levels of the pheromone Blink-182 produced by the part of the liver known as the Rita Aura. This allows nerve reflexes to travel along the Cardi B neural pathway to the Wiz Khalifa 40% faster. Uh, it's like the best part of that well, whole episode that congressmen just say Rita Aura. Well, that's amazing. I'm sh- I'm sure that her publicist or whoever added that to a, the win column <laughs> this week. And, and that is what Rita uh, I will is say, if to. Rita has a win and lose column, I, I don't think they ever... I think they're, they're not self-aware enough to ever put anything in a lose column. The only lose she's ever had is the girls' the girl song drama. I think that's a, that's a very cut and clear, like, this is, like, not great press. Like, all other press is good press. But that press was not great press. It was the... First time they had to add something to the lose column, except maybe sort I mean, of Calvin Harris. I mean, she had to Harris apologize feelings. for that. That's a lose. Calvin Harris may be yeah. shady just because, like, it kind of fucked her over in a weird way. But I think she came out of that winning in a weird yes. way. Yeah. Yeah, she did. And she's still recording. She's still performing I Will Never Let You Down in public, Thank which is God, nice. because it's definitely her best, best song. song. It's still her best yeah. song. All right. Um, well, there you go. But anyway, so I think we're done for the week. 
buy tickets to our show. It's next Tuesday. It's going to be great. And then if you can't come to this one, come to the one in August. It's going to be also great. Oh my God. We just booked some amazing people. For August, we have Matt Bellisai and Mariah Smith. It's going to oh. be incredible. And for July, we have our friend Fran Hopner, who's incredible. And DJ And Louie. our friend DJ Louie. It's going to kill. It's going to kill. It's going to be really good. Uh, call 619-WHO-THEM with your important questions and comments. And we will see you on Friday. Bye, everyone. Bye. You will say that. Famous. That was a headgum podcast.